Hey there, and welcome to Journey Drinkers Podcast. My name is Masik Togrik, and thank you for tuning in. Journey Drinkers is a place for like-minded whiskey drinkers to come together and share our passion for the spirit and to develop whiskey stewardship. We will sample our way through the best and worst of whiskeys through blind taste testing to see if we have what it takes to maintain an objective reality based on what's in our glasses. Join me on my journey to find the best pours, stories, and friendships that whiskey can make. This is Journey Drinkers. Hey there, what's going on? It's your boy Mossick reporting live from the Igloo. I have a special, special guest today. Kenny Mills is not going to join us today. Kenny motherfucking Mills is, uh, <laughs> is, is off on assignment. But I have the founder and co-host of one of the best bourbon conversations and videos you'll see around on YouTube and anywhere in the, in the cyberverse. I have Perry Ritter from... It's my motherfucking bourbon podcast. Welcome, baby. <laughs> welcome, welcome. It's been a long time coming, man. I've been wanting to get you in here for a hot minute. Thank Dude, you for coming. Masik, thank you so much for, for having me, first and foremost. But um, also, a peek behind the curtain as well, inside baseball. Uh, thank you for feeling like you needed my permission to even do this podcast. Because <laughs> when when you were first kind of like postulating this even being a thing, you called me up. I, I don't even remember. We had a, a long conversation yeah. about it, too. And you were like... It, it, basically what it got down to was do you think it's okay and i was like brother it is not my place to say whether or not it is or is not okay at this point there are so many bourbon podcasts out there especially out of lexington now right and i it, it's it's funny i was talking about this with eric on an episode recently i fully expect any time that i see somebody who is who is who is coming up in this space after I have been in it for so long, I'm coming up on seven years of having Man. done this. Oh, gee, baby. And it is just as fun for me to get to like it, be a part of that in some ways as it is to see people outpace what I do. Right. 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 And the, the, one of the big, there's two huge examples of it. I mean, they're, they're literally, the, I think, Two of the most popular bourbon YouTube channels out there. It's Mash and Drum. Mm-hmm. Jason, Jason Glory up in Columbus. Shout out to him. <coughs> Fucking love that guy. And and Matt Porter, ADHD okay. whiskey. Yeah, yeah, ADHD. He's doing some um, damn, damn fine things. He they they both when when they started were timid in a way that they are just not now. Yeah. And I remember talking with Jason when he first started and we were like doing collaborations and it felt like this really kind of like one to one experience because we were just um, I was still fairly fresh and doe eyed as well. But Jason was just like, I need to figure this this thing out. But then he just kept growing and growing and growing and growing. And then like Porter, I, I knew before ADHD whiskey was ever a thing. Sure. It was when he was working on the um, uh, Beagle Rare. Oh. That that project <laughs> yeah. between all the the whiskey tubers. Yeah, that's really cool. And um, I I I highly if people have not listened to that episode, I highly encourage them to go and do that when he was still ADHD fishing. Um, because and I don't want to spoil it. I I got to present him with a bottle that brought him to tears. Oh, and that's it, what it's it was about, just a man. really really special moment. Um, but anyway, yeah, yeah Porter's Porter's now like a master taster, master blender for. Uh, a company and 
Jason is just like the guy. He's killing it. He really is. Yeah. And his B-roll is second to none. Like he's got the oh, hottest some, of the Somehow he's even outpaced Chad and Sarah. And I love <laughs> Chad and Sarah. Chad, I love you to death. I think your camera work set the standard, but somebody was going to outdo him someday. Dang, man. He's and got that it. was Jason. And that he's, was, and he's got these little tips. I'm not going to say it, but he's got these little tips that he was telling me. And he was like, oh, you got to do this. And you got to do that. And this is what I got. And yeah. you don't need all this fancy gear. Just do this. And, you you know, you, you're placing a little bit of this there. <laughs> and, like, his his approach to it is the same way that he yeah. approaches whiskey. And it shows. Yeah. It shows in his product. You know, it's funny, too, speaking on that. And I'm, I'm going I'm going to um, I'm going to give you a, a, a little bit of kudos too i don't know how you do with accepting praise terrible if you're anything so you're just like me uh it's really hard for me to listen to people give me any kind of praise sure um so i if it makes you anxious or anything i totally understand i still have to do it um what you are doing with journey drinkers is so it almost feels like a sister podcast sure to timbip and I mean that I mean that sincerely, because so much of what you are doing is what I set out to do too when the podcast mm-hmm. first started in 2017, which is interesting conversations with interesting people, interesting pores, and I, I just it's it's given me a lot of I want to get into this a little bit too at some point. It's given me a lot of like reinvigoration for what I should be doing with Timbib, so. Um, also, I don't normally sound this sultry, but <laughs> uh, I am dealing with some kind of upper respiratory virus right now. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it's just I, I'm so I'm so genuinely proud of you, dude. I appreciate that. Like, man. that it, means it's a lot. and you know what's funny too. I was listening to you talk with Dexter. Yeah, right. What a great one. And. Eric and I have talked about this a whole bunch. Eric's my my co-host on Eric Smith. It's my bourbon podcast, the, Whiskey Mutant. The Whiskey Mutant. Um, yep. Sneakerhead, wonderful cat. He's going to be on here at some point. Yeah, yeah, too. yeah. yeah. I yeah. wanted to get you. I wanted to get you guys separate. Yeah, and and, and then together, eventually. which I love. Like as, when <laughs> when you first when 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 we were first talking about that, I was like, well, do you want Eric to be on too? And you're like, no, 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 no. Let's do it separate first. Yeah, yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know what? That's actually a really cool idea. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Nothing against like um, the placement because I, I offered to to have him on months ago. Yeah, and we and I, I honestly I honestly just never was like, all right, bitch, come in. Like this is when we're doing it, or he, what's your availability? He is he is just as if not busier. Oh, well, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. he's got three Both kids. I've got fucking, one. Yeah, you, you guys um, are ripping roaring. a young one, which is yeah, arguably even busy. It, it, yeah, again, because the three can kind of take care of themselves a little bit. It's like, hey, mommy, well, she, daddy, yeah. go hang out, like. In this room, you and she and she here. is three, but it, you you're still like you're still worried that she's gonna stick her finger into an outlet, right? One hundred percent. That's which, the problem. Which is insane because <laughs> like I feel like I've spent so much of her life training her to not do that. Yeah. And if you look, <laughs> if you think raising a child is not equivalent to training an animal. You are mistaken. Well, we like, are they animals. Are, That's the oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. But but the like the training process of trying to make sure that a small human does not inflict pain upon themselves <laughs> is the most aggravating and soul sucking process. Well, and you hate seeing your little when animal they get hurt, get hurt. Yes, but at the same time, it's like oh, I fucking told you. Like, <laughs> so, but, but then, okay, so, but like, there's that, but then there's also like, 
Um, maybe a, uh, it was before Christmas, so it was like a month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Um, we were in a room for bedtime, and she's just goofy. I mean, three year olds right. are just goofy. They're fun. There's, There's so much. Energy. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's chaotic. I and, love that. And well, yes. And she was she was in her PJs. She was all ready, but she still had energy and everything. And she did this like twirl <laughs> on her hardwood floor <laughs> and smacked her face into it. Oh. And the the blood curdling screams from this child i like i cried oh, like i was so upset for baby. her and it's so and, and you're right like it's so hard to see them get hurt especially in a situation like that and you can always go well you know they should be more careful and everything but yeah but the kids literally they're be gonna, fucking kids they're bro. gonna exactly they're going yeah. to get hurt Mine's they, nine and has had how does he nine now five broken wrists <laughs> <laughs> I so, broke my first my, my first bone last this year. This little motherfucker is all over the place. <laughs> and broken bones are terrible. Yes. As an adult, I couldn't imagine. How was that? Mm. It was rough. Uh it was Oof. rough. It was rough especially having a having a toddler. Yeah. yeah. Um I so I turned it, it was it was literally a month and three days before I turned 30. <laughs> Um, and age is something I was going to, that, that's where it, what kind of led us down this path. So I'm I'll come back to it in a second. Brittle. But dude, <laughs> it's the stupidest thing in the world because I, I prided myself on the first 30 years of my life on two things. I don't eat glasses and I'd never broken a bone. Nice. So if you, this is a little peek behind the curtain for anybody who's a Timbit fan. If you see me wearing glasses on anything I do, they're blue light. Oh, because I'm in front of a screen so much (laughs) that I finally just had to be like, well, I I need some kind of barrier between me and the screen. I mean, literally all I do is just sit in front of a screen. That's just my life anymore. Um, Sounds terrible. So I wanted to prolong the, you know, the life of the the life of my eyes. Um, But so break I and I broke my foot. That's it wasn't worst, even it wasn't dude. even like something that I could easily work around. Mm. I I couldn't I couldn't walk. Yeah. I had to, I was on a scooter for a while. Um I was in the boot. That was miserable. The little the little uh, one knee up the scooter. one knee scooter. Yeah, 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 yeah that yeah. I inherited from uh, my wife Lucy's aunt um <laughs> who also broke her foot like 30 years ago wow. and she just had surgery to alleviate the um my brain is uh frying um, the arthritis. Okay. Uh, and so, like, I know exactly what my life is going to be like in thirty years. <laughs> I just know. I can see it so clearly. Well, I don't um, know. With the with the invention of AI and like them being sentient, and you know. Oh yeah, maybe I'll be, be fine. A, there'll be a Goldilocks period before they actually destroy <laughs> us all, where it's like, oh, we can fix humans. Beep boop beep, spinning yeah. fucking blood into you know. We are we are in the uh, the infancy stage. I of think AI so. Right we're, now. But bro, this is this is. Whew. It's we're nothing. There. We're we're at it. Yeah. This is the dawn. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, anyway. Right. Um so I broke my so I broke my foot. Um I broke it on the fourth of July. Just literally from I had I had not been drinking at this point. I think I had my first or second drink in my hand, right? And I stepped down. We were at Lucy's aunt's. Um I stepped down out of their like formal dining room onto their patio mm-hmm. out in front. They live live over off of Richmond Road, super nice old right. house and everything. And my foot literally just crumbled underneath me, like it just completely crumbled underneath me. There was like iron furniture, iron deck furniture in front of me, too. So I f- when I fell, I fell chest first. Oh, no, dude. <laughs> and I caught I caught myself 
on one of the chairs with my right hand and my chest. Oof. So I had this gnarly bruise on yeah, on my right man. boobie. Um <laughs> I can still, you know, it's funny. I, I did that and I can still kind of feel a little bit of something. Maybe there's something broken in my sternum and that's I don't the, know it. That's the trauma um, receptors. Yeah, exactly. Like it's telling me, be careful. Um, but so I, uh, I it, and it, it was just my like, it was my metatarsal. It was my smallest toe bone in my body. Right. Yeah. Um, but it was the most like the, the thing that they all kept saying was it's a bad actor because mm. it, it gets the least amount of blood. And it heals the slowest. Yeah. And there's a chance. <coughs> excuse me. Um, if there's not enough blood that gets to it and it doesn't heal properly, you'll have to have surgery. And I was like, I'm not about to have surgery on this thing if there's a chance that it's going to heal properly. So I was super diligent about it. Um, maybe not super, but diligent enough to where I felt like I was doing enough. Sure. But then, and this is, okay. This is the best. Oop. This is the best part of the whole thing. I had this, I, I I had the TA, or not TA, the PA, right? Um, I stopped seeing the doctor after about two or three visits. Mm-hmm. Um, super sweet girl, uh, lady that was taking care of me. Um, and we we got to one of the last few visits before I'm cleared now. I don't have to go back. And she goes, there's, there's a few things we could do, right? You could let it keep healing the way it has because um, it's on track and it looks really good and everything. I was like, that sounds awesome. We could do surgery. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not about to do surgery because for the past six months, I've had to deal with this. And then I would have to be another six months right, off of it completely. Right, right, right. No pressure at all. She goes, or we could get you something called a bone stimulator. <laughs> you son of a bitch, I'm in. Which, which, which. <laughs> Increases blood flow to certain parts of oh your body. God, I'm not even no joking. Way. I am not even joking, that is dude. The most inappropriate. And she's like, you could, <laughs> you could. All you have to do, it can be a little bit of a, it can be a little bit of a, you know, like a strain. But for one to three hours before bed every night, <laughs> you have to put the bone stimulator oh on my for increased God. blood flow to help healing. This sounds was, really rad. If you don't know what we're talking about, oh, it, not, it, if you just tuned in. Yeah. <laughs> This is this is not what you. If you just if you're just now tuning into this podcast, um, <laughs> no, it 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 was the funniest thing in the world to me. Um, but I didn't I didn't have to get I didn't have to go through insurance or anything. That's but, awesome. Um, so so what I was gonna say, um, this is a very roundabout way of me getting to this. Um, Eric and I talk about this all the time. There is like a certain age that you hit where you don't realize how old everybody else is. <laughs> like yeah, we're all just kind of right. functioning in the same like 20 to 30 year that's right oh fuck i didn't know i was 10 years term. his senior but you're si- <laughs> you're six years older than i am uh, yeah 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 um you because i was i was like i said i was listening to the episode you did with dexter and you said you grad graduated high school in 05 oh fine baby and i was like mm-hmm. I, I graduated in 11 yeah so but even still that means that like when we first met you and i first met five or six years ago yeah you were the same age I am now. Right. But like, and this is no offense to you or anything. And initially I was like, oh, you know, he's like almost 40 year old. You know, it's just like, <laughs> but, but like you kind of like hit that point where you're like, everybody's either my age or mm-hmm. 10 to 20 years older than I am. But you right. hit about 25 and everybody is just the same age. Yeah. Yeah. You just basically. stop. You stop seeing it that way. And yeah. it's so nice to hear like even just those little kind of 
puzzle pieces that slot in to people, yeah. like knowing that you are five or six years older than I am. Right, right, right. Um, but just like it, yeah, it, it just was funny thinking about too that Dexter is like, I've known Dexter for so much of my life. You know, I played baseball together, yeah. like when we were in Little League. Um, thinking about the fact that he graduated high school the year after I did, too. But I see us as peers. I see right. you as a peer too. Right. Like Absolutely. it's just, it's just how it is. Mm-hmm. But anyway, this is a very roundabout way of me saying that. You know, it's it's never too late to do cool things like yeah, starting man. Yeah, journey drinkers. And so. I'm, I think I feel like I'm the worst at it, like not at doing this, not at like hosting people and having the pours and conversations and and, you know, leading this direction. But like on social media, I'm not really doing a lot. I don't know how to uh, like, it'll come. You know what I'm saying? It's like it'll come. I, I, I would love to have a producer that can that can get on my ass. It's like, bro, you got to take pictures right now. Like you have to. <laughs> <laughs> you have to fuck somebody that'll babysit me and force me into like doing it right. Yeah. I don't know. That's how I feel about it. I um, you know, I was I was really bad about it for a long time too. Yeah. Um, because I think the but, content's there. Really, hundred oh, percent. You know, hundred percent. Yeah. But it 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 really does take just like having somebody else mm-hmm. alongside you who can and and literally just like taking the pictures. Yeah, like that is a tough thing for I mean, me to do. I like I, I so I got a couple couple cameras, several several cameras, but the couple that I use, five D Mark IVs, really great glass. I've gotten into that to take pictures with the podcast, right? Eventually, yeah, do yeah. videos with my DSLRs, but then it turned into this thing where it's like I'm taking pictures of everything, right? Like I went to went to the Black Line event. Uh, this weekend at or this oh, nice. yeah this weekend at twenty one C the international yeah. brand launch it's a fucking fantastic vodka I nice. know we're well, on a well, bourbon yeah, podcast it's fine we don't like neutral green spirit it's fine but do whatever this you want is a sorry Fred <laughs> <laughs> listen man this is not a neutral grain though it's okay. made from sheep's milk sheep's milk sheep's milk vodka and the texture is unparalleled. Okay. The flavor profile is unlike anything I'd ever had. And if you chill it, it's gone immediately. Really? There's nothing that I drank like six ounces trying to figure the fuck out <laughs> and couldn't and couldn't do it. Like it's remarkable. It's a it's a wonderful medium for mixed drinks. It's a little more on the price side. But sure. that I mean, it is a, a super premium vodka. And they're coming to Bourbon County. From England, thank God something's going in Bourbon well, County. Listen, man, hey, there, there's the, there's a Bourbon County whiskey house up there. My Brad, my buddy Brad, he's got some fantastic things coming. Um, there's Cannonero Cigar Lounge. Nice. Um, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. My, yeah. Myron's a, a wonderful, a wonderful host yeah. there. It's it's starting to come up, man. Bourbon County's on the rise. It and better be. It's the craziest thing in the world to me that there is so little bourbon, bourbon in Bourbon in County. Bourbon County. And yeah. and a few years ago too, there was like talk of there being a distillery on that. Um, they were going to renovate that golf course. Yeah, it's out there and to be like a distillery and rick houses really and rad. everything. And it got shut down because the people in Bourbon County are just. I'm sorry, Bourbon County. I love you to a degree. Um, they're just, they're still kind of stuck in the past, you know? Uh, yeah. it's not that it's dry. It's not, there's like seven liquor stores just down the main drag getting yeah. to downtown. Um, but it just, it, it needs, it needs to grow. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. yeah. And it, I, it's and just, I think it's that, behind. And I think that, uh, I think that they're moving in the, in, 
in the, in the more modern direction. I'm glad here here in the next uh, next year or two should be should be massive ex- explosion of 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 really really wonderful things. Good, and it deserves it. Like the county itself is such a beautiful, like historic piece of like iconic Kentucky. The drive yeah. is unparalleled. Yeah. Hundred percent unparalleled drive to Paris. Absolutely, and I think it's you know it deserves it deserves something something there that that's got to be something. That'll get us out of Lexington a little bit. You know what I mean? Make a little day trip down to Bergen County. I, I don't mind that Lexington is starting to come up a little bit more too. Yeah. But no, it is it is funny it's that like I uh, you know people are leaving Lexington now too. Yeah, which I think sucks, but yeah. it's, it's ah. fine. Bluegrass, Bluegrass Distillers was always going to outgrow the space that they were in. Yeah, you know. Well, fuck, made, look at RD One coming up, man. Yeah. Their new space is going to be it's gonna really be rad. It's going to be killer. I'm so proud of Barry, dude. He's killing it. It's man. just, uh, you know, I I interviewed him back in 2020, um, when William Tar mm. was first coming out, and I was like, this is, you know, it's just nice to see your friends doing cool things. Right, right, right. It just like. You know, um, Chad Watson, my daily bourbon, is over at uh, uh, Rare Character now. That's he really runs, rad. He runs their their single barrel program. They are fucking killing it with the single malls. They are. Gimme, yeah. gimme. <laughs> but he's also the guy that did the blends for all four of the batches of Fortuna Barrel Proof. Oh. Like, he was the dude. He was the one. And that is a bourbon that was making top ten lists across the country 100 percent, and it's just like i know the guy that did that you know and it's not to say that i haven't had friends like that in the past i still have friends like that but i'm just saying like you know it, it's just uh, there, there's a level of awareness i think i have sure. more now than i did yeah a few years ago and it's just it's just awesome it's, it's really, really rad. cool really rad yeah. to see your friends succeed i mean look at marianne eve she's she's killing it she right. is. I mean, she's she's got some stuff on the on the back burner. Hopefully, she'll be she'll be able to to come through with that information. But at the same time, like she's killing it in all regards. Her new brand um, is 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 flying off the shelves, and I'm, I couldn't be more proud of her. Yeah, dude. So she's wonderful. Yeah, I I'm so 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 thankful to be able to call Marianne a friend. Hundred percent. I mean, just she's an icon. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. And she just has that charisma of like when you're around her, you're just like, mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. I see I see how you got to, right. to where you are. Right. So yeah. I haven't seen her in a while, but yeah. 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 If so, you see her before I do, tell her hi. I certainly will. <laughs> so I got a pour for you, Perry. Yes, we got sir. A, we got uh I got pours for you too, brother. <coughs> I got pours for you. You got some too. pocket pours? I didn't come I didn't come <laughs> empty handed. My man. My man. Nineteen twenty four, I'll let you put I'll let you pour yourself. Okay, here. sure. Um, yeah, I've is... got to go record Tim Bip after this as well. So <laughs> yeah, we got to so go a little easy. Be, on you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you were saying that you just got a bottle of this. I or did. You just got this. I just got that bottle. bottle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Ryan just sold it to me um, two days ago, and that that's the, that's the bottle that I I did not sneak into an event and di- and did not share <laughs> with anyone there. Uh, and I met some really, really rad individuals from England. There's a gentleman um, that was doing the MCing. Wonderful, wonderful cat. His name's uh, Peter Simpson. Nope, excuse me. That was a bartender, Mister Andy Clark. He he was he was fantastic. English, very English, very dry humor. I love it. 
him and uh, Peter were going back and forth. Um, um, just this is that beautiful, typical English humor. Uh, that was really refreshing. That's awesome. And uh, and he, he was wonderful, man. He he's got a book on on uh, food food and 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 cocktails. What's his name? Tony Clark. Tony Clark. Okay. It sound it, his name sounds inc- Andy Andy Clark. Andy Clark. Me. Sorry. Andy Clark. His yep. name sounds incredibly familiar. He's uh he, he's got a book called Home Bar out now. Um, and just just spend a little bit of time with him. So charismatic. Wonderful descriptors on on the whiskey and the vodkas that we were sharing. Um, awesome, and uh, it was really it was really cool, man. I'm excited about this vodka. And Peter Simpson was the was the bartender, the bartender. and he, and right. he just he wanted a specific bitters specifically for the old fashioned that he made, a vodka old fashioned. Okay. Yeah, Interesting. He, he's doing his best. Here, Interesting. You know? <laughs> <laughs> With what we won't got. hold it against you, Peter. No, he he murdered this cocktail. Good it was dude. so fantastic. And then they had an espresso martini with uh with actual creme like frothed really cream, and it and it had Dr Pepper on the base. It had a little bit of uh, espresso bean, so coffee bean espresso bean. Soaked in Kahlua, and then and then the foam on the hop, and it was garnished with a, little, with a little bit of uh, cotton candy. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it was really, really delicious, really tasty. That's awesome. <clears throat> so they really showed out, man, this weekend. It was it was really cool to have them have them there. The the vodka, I, I, man, I, it just sticks. You know, you know how something that you, yeah. And I'll tell you the story. So Brad had a bottle. And we were at the whiskey house, and I brought some bottles. I brought some good bottles, yeah. and I wanted to share it with them. And I wanted to share it with Rob, who was there, Alex Smallwood, who was there. Mm. We were all hanging out, you know, checking out I this new space. Haven't seen Alex in forever. Wonderful cat. He was there with us at the, yeah. at the vodka at the vodka release to, yeah. uh, this weekend too. Nice. But um, it it was one of those things where Brad pulled out a bottle of vodka, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> here we go. Like, and nothing against Brad. I don't consider him like a, a, a tater in any way. Like he's True heritage Bourbon County guy, like sure. he's a, he's a whiskey guy through and through yeah, for yeah. sure. <clears throat> but he brought out this bottle of vodka, and I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I wanted to shit on it so hard. I wanted to. It's like, how dare you? First of all, and I don't like it already. Like, sure, <laughs> you know yeah. What I'm saying? yeah, yeah. And yeah. he's like, no, 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 no. Trust me, uh, you'll want to check this out. I'm like, fuck. All right, cracked it. Put it in a in a Glen. We had Glens, and the first thing that I noticed whisking this Glen around was thick. Good, very Thank spaced God. out legs, like <laughs> so viscous, much more viscous than any other like eighty proof whiskey I'd ever seen. Like right. the viscosity, the texture crazy, on the dude. gripping on the glass, like that was like, oh yeah, what do we got here? So I nosed it, and it had this like supple, sweet, milky kind of texture, and that's the way I described it. Well, before I knew it was a it was a, it was a milk based product. It's actually the 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 chaff, not the chaff, but the so they make cheese, and then the byproduct of the cheese is what they make the 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 vodka from. So it's okay, not, it's not chaff. <laughs> I don't think it's chaff. It's whatever the fuck that is. So I don't. I honestly have no idea. There's some cheese nerd saying it's fucking this. 
uh, so, everybody there is always a nerd for everything and god bless you because those of us who don't know <laughs> but i mean we need it, somebody to it makes so much sense because you have this byproduct that you're literally just just fucking tossing yeah right and they distill it and they distilled it and then it was too milky or it was too cheesy or it was too this or it was too that. Then they finally dialed it in, like reaching out to everybody. Hey, we got this idea. We're wanting to do it. And I think there are only like three people that know how to properly do this distillation process. <laughs> and it's fucking amazing because what you get is that hint of sweetness, that beautiful texture in the glass and on the palate. And it, it, it's it's clean. It's such a crisp, clean. Nice. Uh, uh, I know we're fucking we're sniffing and, and holding <laughs> bourbon, and I'm here talking about a vodka, but it was really, really, really tasty. I wish I'd like stole a bottle just so I could like let people try it. Yeah, just to give them the opportunity. Yeah, but right. I mean, here we are. This smells <clears throat> so unlike any other Brown Foreman product. One hundred percent. But I will say though, it there are hints of it. That are very reminiscent of Jack Daniel's Barrel Proof. I can see that. I mean, they're in, and so this is a new mash bill, right? 78. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 12, right. 10. Yeah. 78% corn, 12 rye, 10% malt oil. But surely they're still using the same yeast strain that they'd normally use. I would assume, yes. The, the, I don't have confirmation of this, but I feel like I've talked about this enough recently. Um, that it feels it feels right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure that across like their three main brands, Woodford, Old Forester, and Jack Daniels. You think they're all the same? I think they're all the. They're, no, they're all the same yeast strain. Yeah, is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That's I, right. I, I heard I heard Mash Bell, and <laughs> we're we're literally wearing headphones, and I couldn't. <laughs> Jeez. No. Hey, I um, get it though. I mean, like there are absolutely similarities yeah. in the texture on that note, yeah. right? That rounded kind of tart citrus florally <laughs> mix, more tart than floral, but then it like eases into that unique spice complexity that's present in nearly all their yes. products, depending on the maturation, depending on the percentages in their mash bills. But I think I think you're onto something. And if it isn't, it's probably very similar yeast strain. Yeah. If not the exact same. I, I would I would be surprised if it weren't. If it weren't, yeah. yeah. That's a that's but, a fair assessment. Dude. I've never thought of that, man. Like that's now that like I'm digging <laughs> through my mental roll decks, I'm like, Jack Daniels, Jack Daniels, Jack Daniels. Matter of fact, I got a Jack Daniels. Oh. Has drank Jack Daniels floating around somewhere. And it's actually never one, of, to these. one of my favorite Jack Daniels that ever had been released. Really? Blackout Jack Daniels. Cast strength, single barrel, barrel proof at 135. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so I I have a, a, a very special relationship with Jack Daniels barrel proof. It, mm. it was it was the first really Jack Daniels product that I had where I was like, oh, I understand why people like Jack Daniels. 100%. Um, but then I also have, I've been fortunate enough and in the like Blanton's tater side of things too. Now yeah. that Blanton's is going the, the way of the, not the dodo, but it's just not what it used to be. Well, um, it's four. Well, it's four years the four, old. Now. The man, yeah. the age statement. That's it, right? Yeah. I mean, you have your Takaras, which are twelve. It was typically six to eight year product, and it was k- 
kind of the cream of the crop of what was available. Yeah. Now that the demand is so freaking high. Yeah. They have to. They have to. It's, it's just part I'm of not, it. I'm not hating on it. I mean, you have to do, it has to make sense to make sense in a business perspective. Yeah. Always, right? As a business that's been open long and operating longer than America. Yeah. 1773 yeah, exactly. is when it was when it was founded. Um, you you kind of have to play. You don't get to that from that right from there by playing it wrong, right? So what what I was getting at was that you know I I've stopped looking at Blanton's bottles for dates, mm. and really I don't know the last time I bought a Blanton's was. It's been a while. Um, I do a pick every now and then that somebody it, does or offers up. It's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> right, have, yeah. I'll have that nice tater juice. Yeah, yeah exactly. But you know, I it I I'm, I'm it's not my my go to. It's a fun bottle for people who are like, ooh, you got Blanton's. Yeah, exactly. And then exactly, and then, and then you know who you're dealing with. It's like, ooh, you have Blanton's or the. It's the same people who cannot shut up about Buffalo Trace. <laughs> if they cannot shut up about Buffalo Trace, you are the guy who is going to flip their lid. Over there just, oh, being, Blanton's. just being Blanton's. Around. Yeah. yeah. It's hey, crazy. Hey, bro, have you ever had um, Wellers? <laughs> <laughs> you heard about that Daniel Weller? It's 500. I bet it's smooth. <laughs> so um, that reminds me of the post. It's like uh, it's been zero days since someone's asked for Blanton's. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a permanent zero fixture. There's no other day marker. There's no way that, yeah. Um, so I... Over the over the past few years, I've had a I've had a very um, I've had a very tumultuous few years um, that I've only kind of like I feel like I've talked about it in particular places, but I've I've not really like stopped and like laid out everything that yeah. kind of happened. But um, during the, the I was we were talking about this before we started recording during the pandemic uh, in twenty twenty. My my wife was pregnant with our, our first daughter, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I I of course I'm like I've got to find a bottle for her her birthday. Mm. So the the one that finally came to me was a Jack Daniels Barrel Proof. Nice. Ten fifteen twenty was Ooh. was my daughter's birthday. Very nice. Um, a month after my daughter was born, we took her to meet my my grandmother. My last grandmother, last grandparent, uh, that was on a Monday, and by Friday she was gone. Aww. And that Saturday was my dad's birthday, <laughs> and it was his. It was his mom. Yeah. Um, I was able to find a slew of Jack Daniel's barrel proof pints with her her death date Man. on it, and then I had somebody else find. A uh, a birthday bottle for my dad that's from so that cool. same week. That's so cool. So he's got uh, a set of each, <clears throat> literally wow. two days two days apart, picked. Um, and then last year, uh, of course, I'm trying to find a bottle for my thirtieth birthday. I found like three or four bottles of the same pick or same single barrel of Jack Daniel's Barrel Proof. And I'm not usually a guy to like hold on to a bottle. Yeah. But I drank through enough of those where I'm like, I'm going to keep one right, of these right, tucked right, away. Right. Yeah. Because, it, I mean, not only did I, you know, love it, I, I got to have something to right, like right. <laughs> hold on to. That's really rad. Tell me these two do not smell 100%. similar. They smell like they, they smell like they came out of the same bread 
factory. Bread factory? Bakery. Bre- <laughs> Jeez Louise, dude. <laughs> Bread factory. Holy crap. Like, the similarities are almost uncanny. Two different states. Two, two different distilleries, but owned by the same company. I mean, there's no way that they don't there's share no a yeast strain. Yeah, there's no way that these are different yeast strains. All right, I got to try the 1924. Let's go. Let's get in there, baby. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for having me, too. Of course. Mm. Big, rich, spicy complexity. Chesty. Chesty. Yo. What is that weird, like... There's, like, a wafer note Mm. that kind of, like, underlies all of the more, like, rich stuff. It's almost. This is what Eric has done to me, by the way. Oh, yeah, why well, his sweetness, baby. He's the sweet. He's the sweet one. He's the sweet. You're the spicy one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Have you met us? <laughs> no, but but it's it's got this like, like if if it were like a wafer candy bar, mm. where it's got all this rich sweet fruit milk chocolateness going up on top, but like the backbone of it. Is this really crisp like, like wafer cookie? Wafer? Kind of, yeah. Or like it's, the old school granny wafers that you used to cop. I was going more for like the granny wafer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the vanilla ones. Yeah, or the, or the pink ones. I'm going with the vanilla ones on this. That's okay. where my my brain's yeah, yeah. going. Well, but, the strawberry but I ones. want the strawberry ones more. Those were goat. <laughs> the chocolate were were fine when when you <laughs> ran out of the strawberry and vanilla. <laughs> Not because they weren't any worse. It's just because but they were worse. They were more rich. <laughs> yes, they definitely like, were. It's like eating four of them at once. It's like that. Because <laughs> 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 the strawberry ones were so good because you can house them. Man, you were, you were fucking 10 deep before you even like yeah, cop, right? copped up. You know? Your hands are dirty and your face is covered and crumbs. And <laughs> you you're crumbs like, on your Sunday Looking vest. at yourself in the mirror and you're like, what have I done? And your mom comes off and brushes your shirt <laughs> off like, give me those, motherfucker. <laughs> we ain't even ate dinner yet. I got to be honest with you. I'm not a huge Brown Foreman person in general. Sure. Um, well, at least mostly Old Forester and I think it has Woodford. a lot to do with A-State because I've heard your yeah. preferences. You are a age... Who yes, like I your, am. Your oak astringency, that that tobacco leather profile. I it's am mixed with married with sweetness and enough spice to make it nice. But I've noticed, like just 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 being around you, that you like a good maturated whiskey. I do. Um, which is if you if you look at the people that I learned to taste whiskey from, um, especially Chad and Sarah mm. and Fred Minnick. I'm very fortunate to call Fred uh, not only a friend, but a mentor right as well. I'd love um, to meet the guy. He seems really interested. I'm, he's, I'm a fellow veteran. Like, yeah, dude. You know, there's a lot of similarities. You, there. I, think, I think he would, and I can easily introduce you all. It'd be rad. Too. Um, I don't want anything from him, just to be clear. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Give me your firstborn. <laughs> I do want one thing from him. I want to blind him. I, I, I would wanna, love to see that. I want to blind him into oblivion. <laughs> And be blinded by him. That's the that's the kicker. Yeah, like, I don't want to come for blood without getting popped in the mouth. You know, <laughs> oh, he'll pop you in the mouth now, <laughs> Mister Jujitsu over there. Oh no, um, I don't mean like literally. Oh, man. I know. Don't, don't I hurt know. me, motherfucker. I'm sensitive. I'm a big teddy bear over here, man. But so, <laughs> out, out of those two like sets of people, I mean, there are others that I've learned to taste from as well. But yeah. like, those are just kind of the the two that I I really I really lean on. Sure. Uh, in terms of 
who I learned to taste from. Mm -hmm. Fred hates overly oaked products. Can't stand them. He's so sensitive to them, and they come off so bitter to him and dry that they almost immediately get like last place in a blind, right? Chad and Sarah also are not huge fans of of bitterness of of really dry oaky products Mm -hmm. but there's just something about it to me and and it's not that i don't appreciate like a good sweeter bourbon as well sweet spots 12 years old man 10 10 to 12 to 15 depending on the distillate Uh, i'd agree yeah i mean you got your mixtures 20s 25s well you know yeah yeah. there are the outliers yes but for the most part you get an mgp that's over 12 13 14 15 exactly knob creeks that are 14 15 they're starting to get a little weird so here's here's where some of this comes from for me i think um my relationship with drinking over the past few years uh i would say has been a fairly negative one um not that i'm like getting drunk every night but during the pandemic it was an excuse for me to just Mm. drink more and drink more frequently i'd say that's true with most of the country i i completely agree and i I, I, trash men that are like yeah again this week yeah (laughs) and i'm not i'm not saying that my experience is a unique one but I am fortunate, un, fortunate enough, excuse me, to have a platform where I can at least talk about it sure. and show people that <clears throat> there are a lot of us who could be struggling 100%. with some of it. And like that brings me to a point that I brought up, I think, early on in the, in the show ever. I think it's one of the first podcasts that I, that I ever, ever did. It, it was to, write, to, to make sure that people understand that, listen, and if you are struggling with... The devil in the bottle, man. Yeah. I mean, there are options for you. There are ways to kind of mitigate that problem. There, you know, there's there's fucking help out there. People yeah. love you. <clears throat> you know, we we had uh, a good friend of ours locally, uh, Jesse Travis, pass away. Um, it's Such not, shame, I, don't, dude. I, don't, I don't think it, I, we don't think it was alcohol related. More, it's it, more, he drank a lot, and that caused some health issues. Yeah. that it eventually ended up taking him away from us. Yeah. I wouldn't say he was an alcoholic per se, but I didn't. I wasn't there. You know, was the drinking hurting him? Probably more, more than likely, it wouldn't help him. Yeah, you know, and, and it could have just been a freak health issue sure. as well. It's it's kind of unclear, but <clears throat> if we do have problems out here, guys, like there's there's some shit that you can do about it, man. Yeah, I, and I don't I don't think I've ever really mentioned this in the podcast at all, but I'm I'm a former opiate addict. I, I don't think I knew that. Man, I, I wrecked my motorcycle in 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 the early two thousands or or late late two thousands and broke my collarbone. And the doctor was just like, "Wee, whatever you want, yeah. you know." And then, and then all of a sudden, the spigot cut, and then I was uh, I was stuck there with a with a fix that couldn't be satiated, yeah. you know. Yeah. And for many years, I struggled with the with the opiate addiction, so I know very well firsthand the the devil in the bottle yeah right because i've dealt with it in in a lot of ways and that that's what makes me very careful with with uh with the sauce man because yeah know, you start feeling that devil creep back in 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 a different form and it's like nah bitch we yeah. ain't doing that well th- this is 
it, it that's kind of what I'm getting at too is that like you know and I also work from home still too um I've been fortunate enough to work from home uh mid and post pandemic <clears throat> excuse me um kind of trying to like back off from not intentionally drink no I'm not phrasing this the right way trying to trying to back off from drinking without intention mm. and trying to be a more mindful sure. drinker when I think about like the um the hyper aged products right 10 12 whatever um if I'm going to be drinking something these days I want it to be something that has substance right to it right um I was really bad and and I'm I'm still you know trying to like work my way out of this it comes and goes in in waves but like the I, I call it the proof ladder mm. where your your first pour of the night is yep. 90 to 100 and then second is 110 to 120 and then it just kind of keeps going up and up and up until you're asleep not <laughs> not passed not passed out necessarily <laughs> yeah. but until like well, your palate your, your palate's gone yeah, yeah until until you're in. like comfortably going to bed right right you know right, right, right. um that was another thing too dude like realizing that i was i i wasn't um doing that like pre-bed meditation um, of like calming myself down and I was relying so much on on whiskey to like mm. get me to sleep. Um, yeah. That's that sucks. Well, you should scroll through TikTok like everybody else. Yeah, I do your, that too. Blue light filters. On. I do that too. <laughs> <laughs> I do that too. But it it's all it's all this. So so anyway, I, I'm and I, I was actually sorry not to make light of what you no, said. No, 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 don't. No, not at all. I, I if I'm not laughing about it, then <sighs> there's something wrong with right, me. Right. Um, But what? I, I was I was even thinking about this like as late as last night. Trying to find ways to encourage intentional drinking. Mm. Um and trying to to find ways to keep yourself um as as accountable as you can. Right. Right. And so I, I'm I'm not making this like an official thing right now, but I am kicking around this idea of like I, uh, this is my bourbon podcast tasting journal right. tasting book um, and as as my own kind of like project because like I do I do enjoy after I get done with work grabbing a drink you know who doesn't exactly but trying to find a way to make it so that like if I'm going to be doing it I pour two ounces of a bottle sit down with my notebook, write through it, what am I experiencing, get through that, maybe go for a second one, and that's your your, your first page of the journal. Yeah. Right? Yes. You, you, you flip that over, and you're done for the day. So you just You've do the one poor night. You, or two. One, one or two. two. One or two a night. But when you're doing it, you're very intentionally doing it sure. with developing your palate and, right, and reminding right, right. your palate what it is to actually taste whiskey instead of just drinking through bottles after bottles. This is my bourbon podcast, intentional pours. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm working on like the design in my head. I haven't sat down in front of my computer yet to, to do it, but you know, on the front of the journal, it just being like, this is blanks bourbon journal. That's cool. Cause the whole brand is, this is my 
Yeah, 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 yeah. It's my bourbon shop. Right. This is my bourbon podcast. This is my bourbon drinking glass. Um, we had Glen Cairns a while back. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but just you know, making making myself accountable while also trying to help others be accountable. Sure. As well, and so I'm not, you know, going to bed with the reliance on a heavier pour of something to get me to go to sleep. Sure. And 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 I'll be honest with you too. So much of this. Uh, this kind of struggle of things came about when I found out I was going to be a dad. You know, you know, hey, kids I, are driving to drinking in a lot yeah. more ways than just coming into this earth. <laughs> I, 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 I found my first gray hair the year that I found out my wife was pregnant. Dang! Now I've got this like swath. I've got the Reed Richards kind of yeah, going man. on You're already. Into the silver fox. Bro. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. I'm like, I'm, I'm here for it. I don't have any problem with turning gray and getting old. Um, Next thing you'd be doing is controlling the weather, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm lucky. Um, but anyway, I I um I don't want to forget what my daughter does. I don't want to forget. I don't want to forget periods. I don't want to be so drunk that I'm passed out or, or blacked out or whatever. Right, and, right. You know, um, whether she knows it or not. Uh, we've had a better relationship over the past couple of years uh, than we would have if I had continued to drink the way that I did sure. during the pandemic. Sure. And again, it's not it's not perfect. We just came off the holidays. The holidays mm-hmm. are the worst time mm-hmm. to try to solve a drinking problem. <laughs> <laughs> but it it is. I I'm I'm in the same boat as you. I want people to know that they are not. They're not alone. They're not alone, man. And, and and I'm not trying to, you know, preach um teetotaling either. I don't believe in teetotaling. I think it's uh, <laughs> I don't think I don't think it's feasible. Relax. <laughs> for, for someone who loves palatable items as much as yeah. we do. Like it's yeah. just I, I don't think it's impossible. But fuck it. Yeah. No, that's not for me. No. No. <laughs> um but no, I'm so glad you brought yeah. that up, man. I'm glad I'm glad that more people are are having that self realization. The first the first, you know, the first step is admitting that, you know, potentially there's there may be an issue there. But yeah. I I know for a fact there is one with me. Yeah, of course. And I know that devil can shine his ugly head in anything, food, you know, whatever. Recently, any, coffee. Any vices. <laughs> I've been over caffeinated. I just got an espresso Brother, machine last month. The the I I'm completely blanking now because we've had such a good. No, oh, it's all right. It's vanilla caramel latte that the, I made. The latte you. that you made for me, astounding. Thank you. Absolutely Thank you, fantastic. Man. Yeah, dude. I've been working. I'm, man, I've kind of been obsessing over latte art and being able to pour the milk properly and pulling a good shot, getting a good two to one ratio in thirty seconds, and working the the the, the grinding settings and. And have a WDT tool that's 3D printed, so it's a, it's all good. Spraying the spray, spraying the beans before I throw yeah, yeah, it in yeah. there, like it's it's an obsession. Right? You want to know something? Um, recently, I I saw somebody spray espresso beans before they yeah. ground them up. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I never thought about that before. I'll do I'll do that. You know, uh, and we've got one of those like hand grinders oh, where you yeah, just like yeah. push it down and it sounds like a vacuum cleaner. Oh, those are the worst. <laughs> Yeah, don't don't um wet your coffee beans before you put them in one of those. <laughs> you have a fucking blade. You're co- you're grinding coffee with a yeah, blade grinder, yeah, yeah, yeah. Perry. Yeah. What the fuck? Well, dude? look, man. I, I I understand. I know what you're. I know what you're <laughs> saying here. And I agree with you. 
I'm doing what I can, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I, I get got, it. I got a three year old and a mortgage. I got to yeah, pay. <laughs> no, I, I get it. And with the and with the with the coffee man, the grind is the most important. Like if you pay X amount, three quarters of that should be going towards a grinder of whatever it is. Like for sure. Um, actually, I okay. got a I got an extra. No, I know. An extra Bariza grinder that I'm not going to do anything with. It's yours if you want it. Yeah, all right. <laughs> and it's a you know who else is going to be thrilled about this is my wife. Nice. Because she yes. she she made me a coffee hound. Nice. And I like I'm just I'm all in on it. It's going it's going to yeah. change it's going to change the game all right. for you. All right. And it's already set up like my setting for typical pour over. So nice. It'll be it'll be a super solid addition to your to your collection. You want me to blind you on something? Yeah, fuck yeah, I want you to blind me. <laughs> Actually, we, we, we hold on before we do, before we go. Oh yeah, what sorry. What were your thoughts on the Jack Daniels? Um, the Jack is exceptional. Man, it's a blackout Jack Daniels. Been open for at least two years that I know of. Um, and there's maybe it's, four ounces left it, it, in there. It doesn't taste like maybe. it's oxidized at all. It's wild and fresh crack. It's it's wild like yeah. that. And, and a little more heightened, but man, that sweetness is 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 it's so good. Is is, is a little more prominent because yeah. it's, it's kind of flattened out a little bit, and that spice is really kind of taking over. That spice yeah. monster kind of took over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but still, man, not a not a bad pour at all here. Shout out to Blackout. They they do some some of the best picks that I've ever had. Hundred percent. There's there's no way that these are not sister products. The two of them. I mean, even even between a hundred and hundred and thirty proof. It's so obvious. If it was a snake, it would have bit me. I know. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you put them side by side. Why the fuck would you put 1924 next to a cast strength blackout like Jack Daniels pick? Why would you ever do that? Because only because you would might know that they're from because the Terry Ritter is fucking <laughs> here and and he's and he's dropping some fucking bourbon knowledge on us. That's what's happening. It's it's not knowledge. It's it's purely speculation, dude. I mean, I, I'm I'm fortunate enough to like have kind of like knowledge adjacent <laughs> experience where I like I, I'm like the the idiot that just kind of fell upward into some kind of success. You know, I think all successful people think that, and if they don't, That's they're fair. megalomaniacs. That's fair. Yeah. Here's okay, and if, and oh, if they I, don't, then they they're drinking Tiger's blood. <laughs> That's. That's basically Is that a new whiskey that's out? <laughs> I want to I want to talk to you about um the success of things as well. I don't want I don't mean to take over. I'm sorry. No, no, please, please. That's um, why you're here, baby. During the whole like Actually, let me pour this. All right, this I'm blind, a blind, I'm blind for Is it okay. is it a bottle? Yes. Okay, all right. Let me get my shit on. All right. So there aren't like whiskey specific blinds on Amazon, just so you know. It's all just kind of uh, blindfolds. No, 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 no. It took me down a weird rabbit hole searching for blindfolds on Amazon. It's like, oh, okay. Do you also want a bullwhip? <laughs> <laughs> We've got this brand new leather suit. Yeah. If you wanna... <laughs> we have really nice low temperature candles. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. I was focusing on trying to put that bottle down. All right, you can take your blindfold off whenever right, you're ready. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, that was a weird day for the podcast. Man, you are <laughs> pair pouring me, baby. Well, woo. These glasses. I went a little bit lighter on my. Well, these on my glasses own. are are super deceiving because from yeah. the top that looks solid. It looks thin, even. It looks small. Yeah. But then you raise that motherfucker up, and it's like, hey, three ounces. I am so excited for there you to you try are. this, dude. 
Yeah? There are not a lot of people that have gotten to try this. Ooh. You shouldn't have gave me that bit of information. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to run with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You S- fucked up. Nah. So the, the success side of things. Sure. Right? Um, I said this on, I think it was last week's episode. Um, I went into this weird headspace over the past few years where I was almost kind of making an excuse for not listening to or watching other bourbon content because I didn't want to have it influence what I do. Right. That's a great I want, argument. I wanted That's a great it to, argument. It is. But at the same time, I run the risk of alienating people and not being able to support them in the way mm. that they might support me. Right. Right. And I, I've run into this so much recently. I uh, talked with Jason. Clory. And he was like, oh, Perry, you're putting out great podcasts right now. And I was like, I didn't say it to him. But I was like, I don't. I can't say the same thing about your content because I'm not watching it. Mm. And then another podcaster was like, well, you know, I listen to your podcast. And I was like, dang, man, like that's, that's a valid criticism. Like I should be listening to more content. And so like with the, you know, and, and, and I'm very fortunate that things have gone well with the podcast at all. But with some of that success and with some of the like poorer drinking habits mm. over the past few years, man, it really it really isolates you from everything. You know, it, yeah, it takes man. away from the sense of community and it takes away from I don't know when the last time I was on a barrel pick was, Dang. you know, and, and I'm 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 not saying that like the way that I have um, presented myself is the main issue with that. But I'm I'm not saying it's not contributing. Mm. You know what I mean? So I, I'm 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 trying to re realign myself with what it means to be a content creator, but also to be a content consumer in many ways. Yeah. Because I'm just so bad at like I'm influenced by so many different things. Like my favorite podcast of all time is just about comic books and and superhero movies. <laughs> and so much of Timbip is directly influenced by that. Sure. I mean, almost down to the structure and the segments wow. and everything. But there's so many great whiskey podcasts sure. and whiskey channels that are out there that like I'm not like saying I'm going to change my entire format because of, you know, I listen to one episode of the podcast. Right. And, you know, right, just right, redo right. everything to be like Will and Grease. Um but there, there is still something to be gained, even just on like an intrinsic level. Sure, of like supporting your friends, <clears throat> and supporting it, well, so even even people who aren't your friends. Just listening to good content. Well, there's so much. There's so much out there, man. There's and, so and much. And you kind of get overwhelmed. There's, you know, and you may like the the content but not the format then you may yeah. like the 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 format but not the content yeah. and then and then you you feel obligated <clears throat> because you know that that Jason is fucking killing it out there regardless yeah. of what he's doing like he's he's really doing it Chad and Sarah's got some of the best videos out there but yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not glued to a screen a lot of times 
you know, and and if and if that material is in a in a in an audio consumable form, I still want to listen to the podcasts I want to listen to yeah, that exactly. aren't bourbon related, you know. And those are typically long format. That's why I made mine. Like, there's no fucking we when we talked. It's like, hey, you're coming on. We and, didn't prepare anything. And you walked in, and he's like, oh, that looks cool. I'm like, all right, we'll start with that. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> because because we're, we're such whiskey people, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, and, and I don't want my entire life to be whiskey either. Right. You know, right, like, right. I, I try so desperately to keep work and the podcast separate. Yeah. Right? Like, if I'm at work, I'm there to work. I, I got stuff I got to get done. You got stuff you got to get done. Yes, we we go into the office once a week and we re, we work remotely the other four. Four days. I didn't phrase that right. Whatever. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> but the point the point is like I don't want to just sit there and get grilled about bourbon the whole time. Like it's on yeah, but the podcast is actually on my resume. Like right I have on. a section for it because right it's on. like it's an important thing. It it I've I've built this thing from the ground up. I'm my own boss. Mm-hmm. I I have my own deadlines and my own structure and everything that makes it a worthwhile cause. Sure. Right? So, I have to show the people that employ me that outside of working <clears throat> in a 9 to 5, right. I have some kind of discipline. But as a hiring manager, I'm seeing a bourbon podcast and I'm seeing Exactly. You know, exactly. maybe also well, that's why it's it's in a little spot. Well, you know, I mean, you know, oh, he's got a bourbon podcast. He's a he's a he's a booze hound. He's yeah, an alcoholic. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm just no but but, but, just, but but like I'm I think just that's being as genu- cynical as I can. But that's a genuine like concern too with people. But but I I mean I'm I try to phrase kidding. it. That was a bad oh no, no 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 I'm not I'm not dogging on you for for that. But I do think that that's like a genuine take that people uh, can have. Yeah. Well, if they and don't so, know the spirit, if they don't know the hang, they don't know yeah. what you're actually out here doing. Yeah, and the depths of a depth of knowledge, the sea of knowledge that you have on just a single topic of whiskey. Like, yeah. you have that experience in this motherfucker. He's gonna, he's then then he gets it right. Yeah. But but yeah. He, you know, all too often it's like. This is my friend Mossick. He's got a bourbon podcast, and it's like, oh, have you had fucking Wellers? And I'm like, oh, or the my favorite. What's your favorite bourbon of all? I can't. Time? I can't answer that question. I anymore. answer it very simply. The closest one to me, <laughs> and they're like, oh, ho, ho, ha, ha, not, not, not for real. Which Kentucky Tavern. <laughs> <laughs> I got some Kentucky gentlemen over here. Do you want to have some of that? You know, honestly, those two are not terrible. No, no dude, they they're they completely do really serviceable. Want- yeah, completely yeah, serviceable. Yeah, but I mean, fuck, man, it's not—it's not something that you can't describe to someone. But it's yeah. like, hey, do you have forty minutes for me to ear beat you with my knowledge, exactly. so you understand that I'm not a fucking dunce with a with a bottle and a microphone? Yeah. You know, yeah. and and yeah, no, we're we're in the same we're in the same boat. Yeah, man, and yeah, fuck, I mean, we wouldn't have this conversation with no structure if. I didn't 100% believe that we could do a whiskey hang and fucking kill it. Well, and I think I think that shows I think it's it it's to our um it 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 benefits us more than it hurts us. 100%. Um because we are able to say there are times where I feel like I have a problem. Mm-hmm. There are other people who don't and just ignore it, you know? Um but we're we're very self aware. Sure. 
you know? Yeah. And that, that I think gives us the wherewithal to be able to have content yeah, centered around. Hey, sometimes you got to take a step spirits. back, you yep. know? I mean, yeah, I have a lot of whiskey. Because I had I to do that over the summer. Cause I don't drink a lot of, like I yeah. drink a lot of whiskey. Yeah. But not like, Oh yeah. shit. You drink a lot of whiskey. Yeah. You know. <laughs> hey, Perry, we're in shape, baby. <laughs> yeah, we're sure we are. Rounds we're in shape, shape for the brain. <laughs> <laughs> Roll me down the hill like a pig, man. Dude, man. have you tasted this yet? No, no. I've been taking uh notes on my nose and then we got then I got distracted. Please. I, I'm I'm so I'm so excited to share mm. this with you. All right, so my nose notes already are dusty, rich mahogany, bread pudding, tart citrus, candied sweetness melts into a sweet tart candy. Mmm, dang, dude, just on the nose. That's beautiful. It's kind of fucking remarkable what you just what you're throwing out here. And I'd say dusty in the not necessarily bread pudding aspect, but there's also that dusty that dusty the dusty note. funk when, when you when you fucking get yeah. that. Shannon Mills, Kenny Mills' wife. Okay. Fucking nailed it. Okay. A cream cheese frosting. Stupid, stupid note. That's the one for me. Like, you get cream cheese motherfucking frosting. Like in the right, vanilla cream cheese frosting. You know what I'm saying? Dude. We, there needs to be just more women who do <laughs> spirits and whiskey content in general she they have is, such better palates than we do she is so on passant with it though it's yeah. like it's like oh it's cream cheese frosting what are you talking about it's vanilla cream cheese frosting <laughs> but it's so on point and i've been dude. trying to fucking figure out that dusty note <laughs> for, for years as long as i've been tasting dusties jesus Jeez, like man shannon mills is a goat taster like 100 percent. and kenny's got the blind palate of a fucking god it's it's insane what they're doing over there at the at the, at the Mills house. I got neither. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. No, I'm not a blind. I'm not a good blind taster, at all. Um, I've I've done Matt Madness ADHD whiskeys mm-hmm. competition the past three years. Um, two out of the three years, I haven't made it out of the first round. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but the first. Oh wait, no, maybe I've only. No, it's been. I've done it. I, I don't know. Okay. Um, yeah, I've done it all three years. Um, I'm telling. Hey, the, man, hey, man, you you got to get Kenny Mills on the show. The you got to do it. The only it's thing stupid. that really got me out of the first round the first year was because I nailed uh, Old Forester 1910. Okay, like that's his warm up. Don't really listen. Kenny Mills will have a pour of 1910 just so he can see where his palate's at at that moment. I get that. It's so specific, and if it's and if it's not, oh, I'm not getting this out of this whiskey today. I probably shouldn't. I pro- I, w- I won't be able to get it in other things, so right. I'm gonna take a step back today. Okay, all right. Or if I there eat something too spicy, oh, it's chesty. It's really hot. Like, probably not a good time for me to fucking taste whiskey right now. Like, that's the level of commitment and understanding awesome. of the spirit that he has, and it's fucking so cool. That's so much better he than what I do. Drinking whiskey, seriously. Two, maybe two and a half years ago. And has amassed a collection of epic proportions. Like, anybody. You've got a pretty epic collection sitting this around us, is, too. This is like, uh-huh, that's nice. <laughs> you go to Kenny Mills' basement. It's like, uh-huh. And then. You start and, crying. And it's like, uh-huh, I, I like whiskey, too. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to see my it's antique like, 107? 
I've been I've been I've been saving this four roses single barrel for a while. <laughs> That's it. Man. It's an o, it's an OBSO. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I smelled it at the door. It's okay. You can move on. I think I think Al looked at the barrel once. <laughs> oh, oh man. Well, there's certainly levels to it, man. And, and yeah. I'm not I'm not trying to like you know toot somebody's horn that don't deserve it, but man, it's it's really remarkable to see him work. And like I've actively been trying to fuck with him since since I've known him. Yeah. And it's just it's just it's just it's just in vain. <laughs> it's in vain i can't i can't do it anymore one, every once in a while like i'll whip out an old bottle that i know has been sitting back there for a hot minute he'll get age proof every time dang age proof like okay that's just how he works and then it's like oh this could be this dislip but really i don't know but i'm thinking this and then he'll have a good reason for yeah. thinking that not because oh i'm just gonna fucking like stab in the dark yeah like see that's the thing he's I, fucking I, got it. I always feel like i know i always feel like i i know what what i'm <laughs> getting into so you're lying to yourself perry i think so <laughs> honestly i think so but like mm. I, I and and i've i've been wrong so many more times than i've been right over the past few years that's that the, the nature I, of fucking it's just blinding of, it's just part of it yeah you, know. you just gotta get used to it that's the thing but. and if you can't then it's not for you and there's so many people that i know in whiskey that are in whiskey that don't blind and that's fine yeah i guess <laughs> but it's not but but, but it makes you sad yeah <laughs> it's like <laughs> I want you to come over, and I want to fuck you up, and then I want to be fucked up, and then and then we'll we'll laugh together because we're both wrong, right? That's I'll, the fun. I'll pray, I'll pray for you. And then Kenny comes in, and he's like, "Oh, stupid, it's this." Bing, 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 bing. bing. <laughs> and Shannon's Incredible. like, "Well, I get this," and it's like, "Fuck, <laughs> fuck, you're right." I'll just go ahead and open a distillery or a bar or whatever. Man, you know? it's so fun. It's so fun. But you know, and here's the thing. Here's what separates them from most. They put in the pores. Sure. They're doing whiskey. They're doing the work. They're, they're, with intention. Yeah. Every pour. Every and that's how I single pour is with intention. There's no fucking regular-ass 101 getting thrown around, unless it's to fuck somebody in a, up in a blind. And let me tell you, <laughs> it works. 101 is one of the goats for blinding. It's so fun. But, man, it's it, you know that's the kind of... When you mentioned that you're you're kind of feeling a little more reinvigorated in 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 the success of, of the people that you support and and kind of helped out, including me, um, and I feel that with Kenny motherfucking Mills. Yeah. And then <clears throat> what's really cool is that he's taken that what he's learned from everybody. All right, Ryan Alves, me, like fucking every everybody locally that that's poured into him. Um, he's given that right back. That's awesome. Like this. You were describing with intention of drinking. That's journey drinkers. That's journey yeah, drinkers all. Hundred percent. Moving with the veil label, like really trying to dial in what you're what you're having in all things, right? It's not just fucking whiskey. It's food. It's coffee. It's you know all the things palatable. Um, and that translates into everything in life, yeah. right? You're shooting machat machati. I just butchered that. Said once you know the way in one thing, you know it broadly, right? So you and. And like going like in, going into the espresso game, it's like I know that I want to have milk drinks because I've been pour over my whole you know coffee career, 
But if I'm going to do this, I'm going to fucking do this. Like yeah. I'm obsessed over it. And you yeah. and you saw you said effortless. I, I was nervous. No, of course. Like, yeah, yeah. But that's that's the thing that too. Like <laughs> I have latte in front of you, dude. It was, it, I, was I wouldn't have toes. I wouldn't have thought twice if it had just been a smudge of <laughs> of milk. But no, the fact that it it came out looking so beautiful, Man. I was all about it. Well, and that in all things, and that's what you're doing with your with with your new whiskey. Uh, book idea yeah and if you if you make that approach that way fuck man you have nothing but success i'm thinking about doing this is so inside baseball but i'm thinking about doing like quarterly items for for listeners of the show so like the first one is i'm either going to do the the like tasting book or glens because mm. I haven't done a Glencairn run since 2020. Well, it's been a glass shortage in a lot of ways. Yeah. Like, like distilleries are having problems. Yeah. Ha- we're having problems. Like yeah, look at Maker's Mark. Yeah. It's crazy. Yep. I mean, I hate <laughs> I hate the new 46 bottle. <laughs> not, a, not a big fan <laughs> myself. And I we, miss it. And the, and the, I miss the old I one. I mean, everybody's switching it up. Four Roses now has that brown. The Have you seen the new Four Roses bottles? So instead of the gold necks. And then they turn to the leather. Oh yeah, yeah. They have the brown sticker uh-huh. that goes around. I have that seen that. I actually saw that at my dad's, uh, my mom and dad's the other day. I've got a couple four roses coming from up north that should be here nice. soon. That we did. Um, I think I had a couple of picks coming from them. I, if I, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll get try this it. whiskey, dude. Fuck yeah! Sorry, uh, we, <laughs> I gave it a raving review on the note. Here, let's actually fucking drink it. Cheers, yes. brother. Thank you, thank you, Cheers, thank you. Dude. This is fucking fantastic. Mm. Okay, the texture for me is more like a chocolate croissant, mm-hmm. not fresh baked, day old, day old, not stale, but a little bit dry. Yeah, Croiss- you know what I'm saying that croissant layer. But that finish hits though. But dude. there's coffee in the background, right? Somebody's brewing yeah. coffee, maybe in the next room. And there's something about like a, a a a must in the air, like a Spain setting. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, like or grandma's mothballs in the in the corner. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like if you're not in Spain, you, you, right. you can kind of relate a little bit. Grandma just opened the the linen drawer with the mothballs. Yeah, in dude. It. Oh, look, brother, I just experienced that not too long ago. The, uh, the, we inherited cotton balls. Oh, we inherited some uh, some furniture from my grandmother. Oh, and. Uh, it it was mothball central. Oh wow! I mean, you would have thought that it was. It does repel shit like people. Oh yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. I ran out of that house. <laughs> it was. It's like it's know. good for the bugs and the animals. It was like, yeah, it's good for me too, Grandma. What the fuck? So, what are we doing? do you do you want to know the story behind this bottle? Before? Not yet. Not okay. yet. Let me get okay. age age proof. This. I'm pretty sure it's a lower proof, dusty. Okay. Of course, it's a it's a dusty. I'm thinking more so like a beam ceramic because of the uh, because of the mustiness, right? It's getting a lot mm, a lot okay. of um, a lot of lead laden ceramics have this kind of similar yeah profile. yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking beam, but I could be wrong. I will. Well, I don't want to say anything else. <laughs> I don't want to get anything. Maybe maybe beam maybe. Um, Definitely out of a ceramic, so I'm thinking ceramics. There were so many people that did ceramics. Um, I know, right? Um, I'm a, yeah, I'm gonna stick with beam eighty six proof. No, hundred proof. Okay, 
Hunter proof, maybe out of a four fifths quart, one eleven month. Okay. Somewhere somewhere around there. Over a hundred month, I'm thinking. And if it's not that green youthfulness, I'm just saying that because of this is the experience I've had with ceramics, probably younger than that. So four to six year, eighty six proof dusty of some sort. I'm thinking beam. Okay. I'm just gonna show you what this All is. Right, cool. Whoa! Wow. This is uh is this what what's in the what's in the bottle? Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Okay. So this has got to be I've never seen one of these before. It's gotta be late sixties, early seventies. Wow. Okay, makers. so it is, it is a dusty maker. Yes. Um right. I found this ball. Have you heard this story on the podcast? No. What ninety proof? Ninety this proof. Non-A stated. I don't know what the age is. Based on the just just the viscosity of it, though, it feels ten to twelve years old to me. It's got some maturity to it. Which, if that's the case, and we're doing our time correctly, it's Bill Samuel Senior. Mm, well, it says it on the back. Yeah. <clears throat> Matter Which fact, means that it could have been within like the first run of product that he distilled himself. The, the beautiful gold foil label and gold wax on this crystal clear bottle. There's like a um, an, an one, two, three, four, five, six sided angled diamond. Yeah, maker's mark, personally selected for. It's been cut out, <laughs> and it says Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, uh, ninety proof. And it and it had the tax strip on top. Too. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm getting to that. The the Maker's Mark whiskey in this bottle has been specially aged in, to maturity in charred oak barrels, and has been personally selected and bottled for your enjoyment. Bill Samuels, Kentucky Straight Bourbon whiskey, old style sour mash. Okay, so that's pretty. That's pretty, pretty standard. Now the tax strip is intact for the most part, but the age. Well, it was in. It was intact when I. When I got when you it. cracked it? Okay. So typically the age would be on there too, right? I mean, isn't that a part of the tax strip? I don't remember seeing tax stamp. age on the on okay. the tax strip. So typically the tax strip will have tax stamp will have the the to and from. Yeah. Right? So I didn't, on, bottled on. Even even when I when I first got it, I didn't I didn't okay, see it. Okay, good, 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 good. Um Yeah, no fucking telling, man. Yeah. So And it's at eighty one? Is it what, huh? 1981. Oh, does it say it on the bottle? Yeah, it's 81. Really? Yep. Liquor bottle, and then there's there's four marks on either corner. On the top left, there's a circle with a P. There's a 10 on the top right. It says liquor bottle. <laughs> Little on the head. And then uh, on the bottom left, it's 132. On the bottom right, it's uh, 81. It looks like it's a 1981. Okay, well, later than I thought it was, but still. And that you, and that may not be the fucking actual sure. age of it, right? I mean, do do you know that this is not the same makers that they make today? How is it different? They changed their mash bill. That's right. The mash bill that they used to use is what Heaven Hill uses for Larceny and all of their weeded product oh. now. Um, so this, I mean, this is closer to what you're getting from Heaven Hill sure. these days sure, than sure. you are from Maker's Mark. But I was. Um, over the summer, um, we were we we sold our house, our first house, and you you know this. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Um, had to go live at my grandparents' house for a while while we were trying to find the the next home. And uh, the whole time that we were there, I was like, I'm trying to find the bottle that I crack open mm, when we get, when to, get this to this house. 
sometimes. Okay. Yeah. The day that we are are moving into our new house, I'm out. Of, I'm I'm leaving my grandparents' house, and they there was a pawn shop that was nearby, mm-hmm. right? And uh, driving by it at night, I'd seen guitars hanging in the window, and I was like, "Oh, I'll just go see," because you know sometimes you'll see something off the wall, just a you know a nice looking Stratocaster from mm-hmm. early two thousands for two hundred dollars, and you're right. like, "What is right, right, right?" You fucked up, a Ron. Yeah. <laughs> so I was looking through the guitars, and there was nothing special, and I was like, "Well, I'll look at the electronics too," and I started like wandering to the back. And the man had in like the the corner of the wall, these two two by fours that were just basically screwed directly into the wall, right? And there were four or five bottles of makers that were on that shelf. Um, Two of them, it was that pair that they did for like the 4th of July a few years Mm -hmm. ago with the red and blue wax. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was one that was, I think, like a handle that had been over dipped Ooh, as well, slam dunk, from like baby. 2004. Okay. I was like, that's pretty cool. But then this guy was sitting in the corner with the box that it came in. Wow. Too. Was, and, the, was the label cut? Yes. Okay. Yeah. The the owner of the pawn shop. Cut it out? Cut it out. Well, probably on request of the... More than likely. Yeah. More than likely. Um. Now, I mean, this is a couple thousand dollar bottle on secondary or you know unicorn auctions or whatever I think so from what i've seen you can get takara to well there's some there's some 12 year makers out there for 12 to 1500 bucks maybe i'm wrong the limited re- research that I'm i've sorry. done it's, like, it's, no, it's no 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 instead care. of 2000 it's 1200 yeah, whatever. whatever whatever <laughs> that's a lot of fucking money no, bro it is. it is that's a great fucking piece of history that but I look. I looked at the bottle and pre mash like, belt change. Yes, Let's not take exactly. anything away from. No, but I looked at the bottle and and my grandfather on my mom's side worked for Ku, right? And years and years and years ago, he got gifted a maker's this personally selected for. It was his name on the bottle, Ooh. right? I inherited that bottle, but it was empty. Nah, <laughs> man. But now, so you all these this pawn shop. all these years later, I walk into the pawn shop and I see yeah, this up on the on the shelf, and I go, "I see that before." Okay, would you um, would you take a hundred for it? And he just kind of looks at it for a second. And he goes, "Yeah, yeah, I'll give you I'll take a hundred for it." <laughs> Golly, yeah. Wow! Easily the best find I've ever had. That is. Wild. I've gotten I've gotten lucky with with bottles before, but hundred dollars. Who, who'd have thought that walk? Eight, yeah, eight, maybe maybe eighty one. Well, here's here's where my like my thinking. It's earlier than eighty one. Brain comes in. Didn't they do away with the tax strips in like the late seventies? I don't know. And it also doesn't have a UPC code on it. That yeah, that's, which didn't well, happen until seventy eight, seventy nine. That was probably a part of their single barrel selection at the time. Could have been, right? could have been, yeah. yeah it's yeah, like yeah. fuck it, we don't need to code this one. Yeah, Just that's true. It. Or it was probably one of those handshake. Yeah, exactly. Week, couple weeks, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. Hey, Bill's got a couple barrels for your boy Jim Bob, especially selected for. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they just roll them yeah, out. Yeah, what if that was the name that was on this Jim bottle? Bob. Was Jim Bob. <laughs> 
personally selected for Jam Bob. <laughs> He's my buddy. Fucking right. <laughs> he works buddy. on the line next to me. It's a Toyota. Old Jim Bob. No, dude. The, the, That's a great Jim Bob bottle. I, I'm I'm so so happy that I was able to just run across Dang. this bottle. So that was uh, the the day that we we moved into our new house. I found it and. About three or four hours later, I cracked it open, and my, my father-in-law came over to help us with some stuff, and I was like, you got to have some of this. That's so <laughs> cool, man. And I love the fact that you got it, and you fucking popped it right, basically. Right. Oh, I don't I don't hold on to stuff. Nah, no, I, you know? I know you, you're famous for, <laughs> for, for that. It's like, oh, you got this new bottle. Hey, Perry, man, fucking check this out. That's what I got. Yeah. And there it goes. No, I, I, it, it, but that's what it's there for. 100%. You know? I, I mean, it, you, were, you were talking about it with Dex. You know, it's going to be the other bottles will be there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. we may as well enjoy the that's ones the we fr- have while we that's have the it. Famous Freddie Johnson, Freddie, part yeah, part that made me cry. Like I do, even baby. even still going back and watching that, and he's like, in a a year later, they were both con, and I was like, you you got to be kidding me, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm so I'm so sentimental now. Not that I wasn't before. But like becoming a dad. Be- becoming a dad, it mm-hmm. just really set off that part of my brain. Yep. And I, I'm I'm infinitely sentimental. You meant you mentioned birth year bottles. So yeah. Archer and I went to Knob Creek and we did a tour and you were it was back when you were able to put your thumbprint yeah, or yeah, fingerprint yeah. on the bottle. Yeah. It wasn't for his birthday. It wasn't on his birthday, but both of our fingerprints are on top of one of those. Bottles. Oh, that's so cool. So like that that's gonna be the one. Dude. It's like, son, sit down. Let All me right. tell you the story. I'm putting I'm putting this out there to your listeners, to the world of mainly Lexington, Kentucky, right? I um had the opportunity recently to grab the last few ounces in a Knob Creek bottle from the first pick I ever did. Wow. Right. It was with Liquor Barn. We did two bourbons and two rye. Um, the bourbons were called "This is for the Hustlers" and "This is for the G's." I remember that. If anybody has a bottle of "This is for the Hustlers," I will pay you money for this bottle. <laughs> I don't have any. Le- I was a poor college kid when I did this pick. I was only able to get one bottle of it, wow. and it's long, long gone. I need, I need to have the guy. I'll tell you this off air. Man, hey y'all, hook hook my boy up, please. Perry. I know, I know. There's some Knob Creek gatherers out there. Yes, like that's a whole different, different thing. Um, and with Knob Creek, those were such good value, sixty bucks for a bottle. And I miss those days. Oh man, there's nothing like it. Yeah, there's nothing. But and it's coming. All these major distilleries. Are doubling, literally doubling down. Six oh foot, yeah, new six, six foot columns still going up at Buffalo Trace. New columns going up left and right. We are, a, we are encroach. We're going to think back probably, unless they tap into the Chinese and Indian markets. Then we're fucked locally. Um, I don't, I don't project. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen in the way that it did. I mean, starting in the 90s up until a few years ago. Yeah. I think that we, I think it's going to be a lot more evenly distributed. Think so? Coming up. Yeah. I mean, I, I think about how much 
of of just a fuss people made over Weller 12. Heck, special reserve. Mm. People lost their minds over it when they couldn't find it anymore. Regular ass Buffalo Trace. Yeah. It's hard to find. Yeah. And I I don't think, and maybe it's just me hoping for the best of people and companies, which they're companies. Um, but <laughs> I don't think that they're going to see this this domestic demand in the next few years when that product does come of age and go, yeah, we're just going to ship it overseas. I don't think it's going to happen. I, I think they're they, they're so locked in to these people who are tried and true. Right, right. Buffalo Trace. Showing up every month for their allocation, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Four-year-old Blantons. <laughs> but anyway, sorry. I don't mean to be happens, cynical. What happens when that label goes back to 8 to 10 or 12-year product, you know? And it's at a more reasonable price. You know, uh, adjusting I'll, I'll for be there inflation, for it. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, what, what, is that, what is that going to look like? Is that going to be <clears throat> more or less than what we're paying now? Um, Because once you start the trend it'll be of more. X amount per year, yeah. like the famous will it $100 a year. Yeah. I, I, It'll be more. I mean, it's definitely going to be more expensive. There's no, there's no way that it's not going to be, especially with the way that prices have been trending recently. Um, <coughs> well, you man. got 120 dollars final year products too, you know. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know if it's going to, if it's necessarily that at this point. I mean, this is just kind of where my brain goes. I don't think it's going to be that the bubble is going to burst. I think it's just going to be that things even out. Even out. And that's kind of the kind of the best case scenario. Yeah. I completely agree. And 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 I'm maybe I'm just being more hopeful about it than I am anything. But I I can't I can't imagine that we are going to get to a point where the market is so flushed with products that it's also impossible to buy any of them. Mm. I mean, the companies are going to see that it's not, it's not selling too. you know, it's, it's gonna, something has to give at some point. And I think really it's, it's taking care of the customers. It has to be right. Because these companies, these distilleries can't function without the support of the people who are buying it. Yeah. But to be fair, we're not a regular customer. No. We are the worst customer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we you're, expect, you're right. Well, I we hope. We expect the best. We want it right now. And yeah. we want it in copious amounts. Well, I I ran into this. Um, it, it, the end of 23 was such a crazy time for me because I made the mistake of calling out one specific private product and having to backtrack on some of it but also <clears throat> realize that a lot of the takes that i had were not the most accurate or sure. fair what do you mean you're fucking human how dare you <laughs> have an incorrect yeah opinion and then eventually understand that your opinion is incorrect and therefore you correct it like and, what the fuck are you doing yeah. sir <laughs> You're supposed to be perfect. I try, Harry. Man. I try. Hey, shit. I mean, no matter what, what? Um, well, not even my wife thinks that. But 
Your no, daughter but, does. <laughs> Boy, howdy, and I'm thankful for that. <laughs> for now. Um, it, it, I, I, I see, yes, we, we are some of the worst kinds of consumers, but at the same time, I mean, I mean, I don't know when the last time I asked for Blanton's was. Mm. Yeah, but you got upset because your local didn't get a Four Roses this year or last year. Fair. Or that, you know. That, yeah, and it, there are that aspect, there are those aspects of it too. And, and, and am I frustrated over big box stores Gobbling holding everything up? Costco's, your fucking Sam's Clubs, your Walmart's, yeah, your. Holding, yeah. or, or even the ones that are holding bottles just for raffles. Liquor bar and total wine. Yeah, I, I I hate it. I get so frustrated and worn out. How with it. else would you approach it? How can you approach it? I don't have a good answer. Give it to me, this. bitch. That's I, yeah, the right, yeah. Let me let me buy them. Let me buy them and give you I my money. I wouldn't complain if you gave it to me. I I don't see I don't see anything. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? They're fucked too. Do you know how you much know Turkey 101 I've bought from you this year? <laughs> I don't see anything wrong with rewarding the uh, most valuable customers. Sure, sure you know, sure, yeah. but and but I, I also don't relationship, and it has to fucking come yeah. Somewhere. But yeah. I also don't think that that's as viable of a, a system as it used to be, because everybody wants to be the everybody most is valuable that customer. Most special person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And that's kind of why I quit going in the plant. So. <laughs> I've not, and, and I'm not famous for it, but like I, I mentioned this a lot. I've not been into a liquor store to buy a bottle of bourbon in over three years. Jeez. Dang, dude. I go, I do a lot of picks. I'm very, yeah, fortunate. of course. And if I really, really want something, which is very few and far between now anymore, I fucking go on secondary and buy it or play raffles or, sure. you know. There for a while, it was I was a raffle king. Like, I'm fucking in every Raz. Yeah, yeah, any, yeah. Any bottle worth any amount. And I'm. Not taking the fucking buyout. You're giving me that. Like I'm getting that <laughs> bottle, and we're crack. We're fucking popping tops, baby. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's the way I did it for a long time. So, yeah. I mean, I'm fortunate to have as many bottles as I do. And like, if I were to take four ounces to the face for the next ten years, no, excuse me. If I were to take four ounces to the face every day, I could last the next fifteen years with what I have right now. I think I'm probably the same. I think based on the amount of food <laughs> that I have. That's <laughs> stupid. Four ounces a it's, day, and you can cash those and do 16 ounces or 24 ounces yeah, exactly. on a weekend or whatever. You know, <sighs> That's a lot. Thinking about that, like, <laughs> I felt, I I felt a slight, a slight pain under my right rib cage. <laughs> My, the the fatty the fatty organ was not particularly <laughs> pleased about that, oh, but, I, but yeah, and and I, I again to like me being somebody who is willing to open bottles yeah. almost as soon as I I get them in my possession. One hundred percent. That's how you. I, I'm it. I'm the same way with finishing them. Mm. You know, um, not me. In, in, well. <laughs> In that, fact, I that actually has been open for over two years. I brought something I wanted to finish with you. Okay, as well. Fucking not right. Not blind. Okay, just finish. Cool, cool. I still gotta blind you, bitch. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh wow! Wild turkey, thirteen or twelve years. Twelve year wow. export one hundred and one. Export Japanese. Um, yes, I wanted. Japanese. I wanted to leave that uh, the empty bottle with you as Man, well. I'm here for that, baby. That's um, beautiful. The uh, I, I've got another one on the way too, so I'm not like. 
terribly kicking myself. About, yeah. But at the same time, I mean, it, last year was like the year of me getting back into you know these older aged mm. bourbons and and just really being excited about. Wow, this one's from 2022, 10, 17, 22. Hey, there we go, dude. And then I'll also hand you a glass too, so you can. Are we doing a peri pour? I'm just kidding. I mean, we're finished. We're finishing this bad boy <laughs> off together. Yeah, give me a give me a, a an empty so we can buy. Yes, and I got I'll, just, I'll, I'll turn around a little bit That's too, fine. so I yeah, can. Yeah, it's fine. You know, he's not peeking. I will I make not, sure of that. I'm not. Yeah, this is my my contribution to your uh, your empty empty bottle collection for the the podcast. My man, and all <laughs> the empties that. Uh, that that we do here on the podcast, I'm definitely doing something with. I'm excited to see what that that turns into. Are, have you made any headway on what you think that's going to be? No, um, <laughs> probably like shattering them in some kind of spectacle. Oh, okay. Or just you know fucking put them on display somewhere. You're good to go. It, you could um, you right there. Cool, my man. Just have them uh, fucking right. You know. Melted down and make some some Glencairns out of them. That sounds like a lot of work. It does. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's more work than I can put for into someone anything. else that will need to be paid for. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're on the blind right now, or are you on the? I'm on the blind right I'm now. On the blind right now, my man. Or maybe if I get an actual studio, I can like. What are you talking about? This is an actual studio. <laughs> yeah. My, what do you mean an my, actual studio? My spare bedroom is <laughs> is an actual studio. Hey. Right next door to where I wash my butt. <laughs> you know, when you put it that way. <laughs> don't wash your butt where you drink bourbon. <laughs> it's not. It's next door. But it's within stumbling distance, which well. is the best part. <laughs> Oh, okay. I'm 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 dialing in right now. Okay. I feel like this is deceptive. What the fuck, man? <laughs> of course it's deceptive. Well, yeah. I mean, I know that's the nature of the whole thing. Devil blind you, baby. But it just it it like it feels like it could be way higher proof than I think it is. Okay. Or it could be because because Eric blinded me on this Buffalo Trace pick the other day. That I could have sworn up and down was 120 proof, Ooh. and it was eight years old and 90. So it drank up. Oh, oh it absolutely did. Mm. It was unbelievable. So you think this is drinking up as well? That's what I'm saying. I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. It's so like, like baked apples. Mm. There's this very prominent like green apple peel note I was getting on the nose okay. as well. So not the flesh, the peel. Yes. That's kind of leaning, it's making me lean a little bit towards being a Buffalo Trace product, because okay. I get that a lot with, um, especially with Taylor Small Batch. Um, Interesting. I don't know why. Okay. But nice long finish. I think it starts to go more the route of baked goods, especially on the on the back end, but... Well, you mentioned Apple... Right. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, like baked apple pie yes. or something. Like, yeah, like for Mc sure. McDonald's or like special? No, things? like actual grandma baking it ah, in the oven, setting it on the window. You're yeah, floating through the air yeah, while the yeah. the smell lines are coming through, and it's like, uh-huh. and yeah. Tom and Jerry come by. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> What's he doing? What's that cat doing with a hammer? 
Uh, nose, I said rich. Sweetness, green apple peel. Uh, based on the nose, I said 100 to 110 proof, 8 to 10 years old, Kentucky rye bourbon. Uh, palate, I said delicate up front, goes leathery, midway through, baked apples, dark caramel. Ooh. Um, you just hit me for a fucking rhyme, baby. Yeah. The finish is the only thing that's lacking in that descriptor. How would you describe the, the finish? Um, That was... I kind of touched on it a second ago, but I, I think the finish starts out really strong. Hold on, let me go again. Starts out strong, but I think it dissipates pretty quickly into into quite a bit of ethanol. Mm. Like it's just kind of this like puff of so would that, that alcohol. Would that indicate? I think it's I think that makes it younger, personally. So, so if not, I if so not eight to ten, um, I think eight maximum. Eight max. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I, I mean, I've had eight-year-old bourbons that have been that kind of like. So here, when we when we're doing age-proof distillate, we'll we'll consider it accurate if you're within sure. ten proof points or five percent. Yeah, yeah. In two years. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's about what I normally do anyway with so, with Matt Madness. Yeah. Like so, yeah. 10, 10 proof points either way either or way. okay. Either way. Okay. Well, no. Five up. Five, five one way. Five the other. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna lock in a hundred proof then because hundred proof. Um, I initially I initially was thinking maybe it could be like a. I don't even have a good like I know I'm saying. Uh, Buffalo Trace initially. I don't think that's, I don't think that's what it is. Why not? Um, and the, why are you changing your gut reaction? All right, Mister. Dexter was drinking a. Equal rare pick the whole time. Uh, <laughs> His eagle rare His pick. own eagle rare pick. That killed me, dude. That killed me. He fucking nailed it, though. He really did. He really did. He really did. 100%. Well, I, I mean, if that's the case, uh, I'll stick with uh, uh, an eight-year Buffalo Trace pick. Eight-year Buffalo Trace pick. Yeah. 100 proof? No, 90. Okay. If that's the you case. You fucking nailed it, bro. Really? Yeah. 100%. What, what pick is this? Not Buffalo Trace pick. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is a pick of Buffalo Trace product. So it's an Eagle Rare? Huh. No? You were just shitting all over it. This is a Taylor single barrel? Blanton. Blant this is Blanton's? No way. No, it's not. Well, I cheated because this is, <laughs> this is an OBC BHG Blanton. Really? And if I'm not mistaken, your, your age range is more accurate towards the eight-year mark. Yeah. I, there's no real way to 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 know unless you know Bucky can chime in for 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 some accuracy on the on the age yeah. range there. But the BHG single barrel selection not from not that long ago, I don't think. It's a good it's a good pick, dude. Yeah, this is 158 selection 158 BHG um, 93 proof. Fucking nailed it. I'm not I'm, it. I'm not upset about this. In the slightest. Yeah. And, you know, and here's the thing. This was a pick from, I think, 2019, pre-COVID. I'm pretty sure I got this pre-COVID. Dang. And I, I may it's be held mistaken. up remarkably well for I may be mistaken. And that bitch just popped, like, that night. Yeah. So it's been open a hot minute. I 100% agree with everything you're describing. In the in the baking spices, the granny apple, um... Fle you know, the 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 rind, yeah. Rather, you know that bitter rind portion, but still maintaining that like aroma of having 
the baked spices mm-hmm. in with the like baked apple pie. Like that's 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 a beautiful bourbon, man. It like, really and, is. And there's a reason people go after Blanton's. And Sorry we to love, dunk on Blanton's, we, everybody. We love <laughs> shitting on Blanton's. We love shitting on all taters, it, really, it, yeah. in, in all facets. But the argument can be made that we are doing that justly. It's, yeah, it's from it's from a place of, um, I think, love and experience. And experience, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if you... If, if you take that stance of Blanton's being kind of overrated, you won't be disappointed. That's where that 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 kind of comes from for me, and your love for it because you can have great experiences with Blanton's. I can absolutely see the taterdom, yeah, that's been developed around a product like as prestigious. And let's not and fucking I mean, let's not cool, give it any 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 slack here. It's very fucking prestigious. Yeah. The, the, and it's a cool bottle too. The bottle is is one of the coolest out there ever, one hundred percent, without a doubt. Like people try to fucking copy it, really. Oh yeah, I mean, too many people have tried to and failed. Yeah, well, <laughs> you said it. So you know what's you know what's infinitely better than a Blanton's pick though. What's that? Twelve year turkey one hundred and one. Twelve year turkey one hundred and one. Let's go. <laughs> let's go into that, baby. Let's go into that from twenty twenty two. And this has got to be my last pour because I've got a. I I've get got Tim Bip to yeah, we're, uh, go yeah, make we're it as well. It. Yep. So this one, this twelve year Turkey one hundred and one or export twelve year. Yep. Is it one hundred and one? Yeah. 101? Yeah. 101? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not tripping. Twelve year Japanese export purple. So I do this thing where I see a purple bottle, nineteen twenty four. Yeah. Will it? Wild Turkey twelve. Wild Turkey thirteen. The purple bottle. Always sets the foils, the you know, fucking the accents, whatever, and it always sets me up to think grape drink. Yeah, hundred percent. You know what I'm do. saying? Like yep. it's it's so hard not to immediately try to get that note. But it but it is. I I think there is something to be said though about these products with that purple label. They usually are. They usually are the oakier. Grape drink. Yeah. yeah, they yeah. usually have been in the oak for a little bit right. longer. Which lends itself to that astringency. So when you yeah. when you mentioned oak as astringency and bitterness, yeah, like when when you're describing uh, Fred Minnick's inability to 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 be copacetic with uh, with a bitterness, I am hypersensitive to bitterness. Yeah, but in a different way, not in oak astringency, but in 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 like the top end, like tart, right spice realm yeah 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 like that that bitterness is like an immediate turnoff like i can't interesting i can't like if it's too mm, sour tart like that that kind of do you have the same i feel like it falls under the same category but do you have the same problem with that like um shoot uh that like anise flavor no of uh um nope. black licorice licorice yeah yep. yeah no mm-mm I get it. I can find it. Yeah, but it, it, but it's not overwhelming. It, yeah, it, but and and, and, that, and I say that. But if it's too anus or anise, I think I'm saying it wrong. You're saying anus and and anise. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, ironically, saying. too much of that does taste like shit. Well, fair. <laughs> In any way, <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of shaped like it, like a really long, well, small. Black turd. We're getting lost here. 
So <laughs> <laughs> we're lost in the weeds, folks. But but the bitterness, <laughs> man, the bitterness is 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 I understand when when Fred like kind of has a problem with the with the oak astringency. Yeah. But I wouldn't, I, in my experience, I wouldn't put that bitterness uh, that that I disdain in with like oak astringency. Yeah. Because you can have a hyper oak product that I can fucking fall in love with, yeah. Because of the of the balance and, and, and complexity, but if you have like a Herbert Hill twenty seven and it's just like chewing on a fucking barrel stave with char in it, you know, it's like a, it's like what are we doing? Yeah, yeah, it's fucking cool because it's twenty seven years old. I still I still liked it. I loved it. Yeah, that, that's I the thing. loved it. But but I I, I because it wasn't fully, bitter. Yeah, and it had that sweetness, and it had that. It's your. It was complex. It's unique. Yeah, it's unique. You're not getting that every fucking every day. No, you're not gonna go for it right when you get home. See, that's that's the other thing too. It like. That's on a fresh palate? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> You're a glutton for punishment on this oak stave? Jeez Louise, Give what me, are we doing? Let me at least start with Evan Williams 86 and then work my way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> let me fucking pound a beer real quick yeah, before exactly. you get started. Jesus. Let me, let me get used to it. But um, this, this turkey is just such a beautiful balance, though, of not being too over-oaked, but it's still that same rich spiciness that turkey is known for. 101 wild turkey in general does so well and can be as dynamic as anyone because of their low entry proof. Yes. 115, I believe, is their one entry proof or, I think you're right. or entry proof. Mm-hmm. So, what they're doing is you're getting a hyper maturated product that's still maintaining its proof at 101. Yeah. But you're not getting 120 cast strength products, and you're not adding a whole bunch of water to it and imbalancing exactly, it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, that 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 proof point is is very minimally fucked with, and I gotta give it to them. The only thing that I want to see from this, otherwise, is a single barrel, one a twelve a twelve year old single barrel. But here's the thing: one hundred and one single barrels at that age, honestly. Based on what's going on in this class, will probably be more missed than hit. Probably, more yeah, and more than likely, the sum of its parts is probably better than its than an individual. I'm just I'm just curious. What? No, you know, I'm, like I'm sure, well, and, and and here's why we're the worst customer <laughs> because because there will probably be thirty of those in this batch of two hundred that that we would go after right. and shit on the rest of them. You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm-hmm. But the sum of its parts make this product so fucking fantastic. And that's why I think, and to kind of close this out, I know you got to go. Heaven Hill, when they released their single barrel program, I was the most giddy motherfucker. I couldn't shut yeah. up about it. Yeah. Couldn't shut up about it. Yeah. And then we learned that master blenders and master tasters and the people that are putting out these products that know what the fuck they're doing. We're probably laughing all the way to the bank when they when they launched their single barrel program because they're like, "Are you sure you want this?" Well, the the thing that was the um, that really put it into perspective for me was when somebody said, "You're not getting an Elijah Craig barrel proof pick. You are getting a barrel proof Elijah Craig pick." Yeah, there's a huge distinction 100%. between those two, and I, I thought I fully agreed with that because, I, and 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 I mean. From just a, an objective standpoint, I don't think that there are a lot of really good 94 proof Elijah Craig picks. 
Like there's it, the exceptions, you know, the, of course. But, but, but like, man, they were so hit or miss back in the day. Yeah, when it first started out, and I mean, except they, those pirate labels. Well, there's a blended. There's the, the, yeah, I mean, yeah. And when you get one of those at 12 year, their cash strength and they're fucking remarkable. I haven't had one of those in so long, dude. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's a fly in here. So. <laughs> oh, a musical that, fly. Was that fly coming? Was that what? Was I think that's uh, what was happening. Yeah, it was real low. Uh, yeah, it was. It was a quick one. It wasn't a. <laughs> he hadn't been edging. There's no, there's no tetra, t- uh, tantric, sting, the, it wasn't a sting fly. <laughs> yeah, but to your point, man, these fucking single barrels were not there for me. It was really like uh, corn husk. Mm. It was very grain I remember you forward. It was very proofy to be hot to be hot. Like there's a lot that was left to be desired in a lot of those picks, but yeah. God. Them removing the twelve year age statement on Elijah Craig Barrel Proof, this is probably going to be controversial. Is the best thing that they I did have to agree in in, in a agree. long time. Yeah, and I shat all over that idea when they did that from the Big Red Twelve, removing the label and putting it on the back, and then ultimately removing the label from the from from the Elijah Altogether. Craig. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's not twelve year anymore. But I have to give credit where credit's due because they deserve it. Everything that they've done since the single barrel released, it, it just put it put the industry and whiskey in perspective more for me because I was I was Hopefully like for a lot of people. Listen, you you better fucking you better wait. You, you listen, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna hear this right now. Heaven Hill single barrels is gonna be the best fucking thing on the market, one hundred percent. And I was I was not so correct. There are some <laughs> there are some that that fucking smack down and and and. And OBC's got some 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 smackers. BHG they they do they do a really good job yeah. on on selecting single bros. But man, people that know what the fuck they're doing when they when they're using beakers and putting together formulas for for these batches. God bless you. Yeah. God bless you. Thank you for doing the Lord's work. That the we Lord's couldn't. work, and it goes to show you this wild turkey twelve year at one hundred and one. I mean, is is just put together so fantastically. Yeah. And and all these people that are in the industry and they, they, they know what the fuck is going on. Like, how how dare I <laughs> get excited for a single you know what I'm saying? Like, but I mean, that's why we're here, baby. We're we're here to learn. I had some fantastic pours at you, Perry Ritter. Is there anything else that, that you wanted to talk about or, or get out there for, for people? Listen to this is my bourbon podcast. Uh, new episodes every Wednesday. If you want to support the show on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast. There's bonus content that comes out over there as well, on top of like early access to stuff. There's a whole litany of things. Um take care of yourself. One hundred percent. Be be kind to yourself as well. 100%. Thank you, Perry. It's been a pleasure, brother. Masik, thank you, man. I love you. Thank you so much for everything. Of course.